This is your host, Grant Vermeer, Naval Academy Class of 2017, and I'm your Academy Insider. It's my goal to be your guide through the Naval Academy experience by sharing my stories and providing you inside information into the life of a midshipman. Academy Insider is in no way officially affiliated with the United States Naval Academy. All of the content on Academy Insider is my own and does not reflect the views of the United States Naval Academy, the United States Navy, nor the Department of Defense. Oh man, it's Halloween week, y'all. And thank you so much for joining me on Academy Insider today. Today we have Jeremiah Harding, who one, not only is my best friend, a former roommate of mine, but also a fellow class of 17 graduate from the Naval Academy and a member of the 26th Company Rough Riders. Now, Jeremiah, being one of my best friends, I know that he absolutely loves all things holidays. He loves Halloween. He loves Thanksgiving. He loves Christmas and all the festivities that go with them, especially as they relate to being at the Naval Academy and inside Bancroft Hall. So in this episode, we talk all about Halloween, from decorating rooms to the day of Halloween to Halloween dinner or costume contests and trick-or-treating within Bancroft Hall. So we share really a ton of really fun stories and just have a good time. It's a really casual, fun, low-key, and quick conversation. So make sure to check it out, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Jeremiah, my guy, what's up? Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Academy Insider Podcast. How's it going, man? Thanks for letting me on. Oh, absolutely, and uh, having a good time out here. Uh, But before we get into today's episode, which is all about Halloween at the Naval Academy... And I typically brought Jeremiah on because he loves all the holidays and all the festivities and specifically how we celebrate those at the Academy. Do you mind just telling the audience a little bit about yourself? So a little bit of background about you, where you grew up, how you got to the Academy, and then a little bit of background about your midshipman self, including company major and just some facts about you as a midshipman. Absolutely. So I grew up in uh, Conyers, Georgia, about 25 miles east of Atlanta. Went to Heritage High School over there. I actually didn't find out about the academy until my senior year of high school. So I was actually really late applying for the academy, but everything seemed to work out because I got in first try. So like, thank <laughs> the Lord. So I went to the academy, thought I was going to be an aeronautical engineer. And uh, after first semester plebe year, I quickly realized that is not the, <laughs> the right call for myself. So I went ahead and did something I already had a passion for. So I, uh, I majored in history. And uh, while I was at the academy... I absolutely loved my time, enjoyed it. I was a NARP, you know, a normal, average, regular person. And I also was on the uh, the club ultimate team. So I did do that sports-wise, but other than that, I just participated in the intramurals. So I had a great, great time at the academy. I was in 26th company with Grant. Yeah, so, ride rough. Uh, we've known each other for <laughs> ride rough. So we've known each other for quite some time now. Yeah, so he we actually uh, shared a room together junior year when one of our roommates yep. decided not to uh, come back to the academy. So it was just him and I got really, really close that year. <laughs> so yeah, I've known Grant for quite some time now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's an interesting thing that you bring up, something that I want to talk about later on Academy Insider at some point. So we've mentioned what the two for seven is before on Academy Insider. But the two for seven, right, you don't have to sign it. And so our third roommate who came back to the academy for his junior year, literally on the day of two for seven, decided that he's like, I like I need to take a break and ended up literally doing a mission trip in Nepal for a full year before returning to the Naval Academy. But he didn't make that decision until like the day of like he showed up at the signing and just didn't sign it. 
<laughs> which is pretty wild. But uh, as a result, me and Jeremiah were sole roommates for an entire year, and that was so much fun. <laughs> like uh, me and Jeremiah are best friends to this day because of that experience. So absolutely a good time. But it also brings me to the first topic, the idea of room. So again, this episode is going to be about Halloween. And one of the questions I've actually gotten from people before are, are midshipmen, because we have room inspections and because we have kind of the military standard and expectation of cleanliness and professionalism, are mids allowed to decorate their rooms for Halloween and like even a Thanksgiving or Christmas? Like what is the kind of culture within the brigade in regards to decorating rooms for holidays? So it's a very much so going to come down to the company, the leadership you have. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, yes, you can absolutely decorate your room, whether it's just kind of putting some stuff up on the wall, like a boo or a trick-or-treat type deal. You can do that on the inside. Like I said, it's going to come down to the, the leadership you have on like what you can put on inside the room. But the big thing that everyone does, which they usually have contests for, is actually decorating your door. So the outside of your door, you can decorate it and make it all Halloween-y. And usually each company or uh, excuse me, each battalion kind of has a door decoration contest that they'll do at Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. And just for everyone's situational awareness, when we reference the term battalion in regards to the Naval Academy during the academic year, that is the culmination of five different companies. So we have 30 companies in the brigade, six different battalions. So like first battalion is first company through fifth company. And then specifically for us, we were both members of the 26th company, which was a part of the 6th battalion. So 6th battalion had 26th through 30th company. And each battalion basically basically owned majority of like one academic wing, or not academic, but wing in Bancroft Hall. So that's what we referenced. But yes, door decorations is absolutely a huge thing. Some companies more lenient than others will allow mids to decorate their rooms more fun, quote unquote fun, <laughs> than other companies. But absolutely a thing that people do, especially with the doors. But now as we move actually to Halloween day, I know at a lot of civilian schools, people probably wear costumes all day to class. You know, you sit down in your your calculus class that you're complaining about at 10 a.m. because it's so early and you look to your right and there is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is staring back at you and you have a random kid in a Spider-Man costume in class. Is that the same with Naval Academy? Are the midshipmen allowed to wear costumes? to class unfortunately uh we don't wear costumes to class uh for the most part the day itself uh it's an academic day so it proceeds as any other normal day you wear your uniform to class and then really all the kind of fun stuff really happens after the school day itself is over uh you know i like to joke we we all we're wearing a costume we're just all wearing the same costume and it's not really a costume, it's a uniform, but you know, we look spooky dressed in, in our all black uniforms. But yes, absolutely. Like Jeremiah was saying, the fun really doesn't start until the school day is over. But once the school day is over and we head down for what we call evening meal, that's when stuff really starts to pick up. So I guess my first question for you, Jeremiah, is like, when is that first time that those Halloween shenanigans are allowed? And like, where does that take place? So the first time really anything happens, so like I said, you go to the normal academic day. As soon as the academic day, you do that, you'll do your sports period. And then after sports period, you have, you know, evening meal. And so when we go to evening meal, that's when all the shenanigans start to kick off. So everyone dresses up into their Halloween costumes and they'll go to meal in their costume. And uh, Bancroft Hall, the uh, place where we eat our meals, is completely decked out for Halloween. Just 
That's one thing I love about the Academy is they go all out for each of the holidays, especially inside King Hall where we eat our meals at. They just, everything to the food, to the decorations, even all the workers there, they're all hyped up about it and they, uh, they just love it in there. So everyone's dressed up in, in costumes and we're trying to eat a meal together. It's a great time. Yeah, absolutely. And the meal usually is kind of a special meal. Do you mind just telling the audience a little bit about that Halloween meal? What usually is um, on the so table they, for they us kinda, uh, and how it differs from a normal holiday night? With some type of meal. So Halloween, uh, as you can imagine, everyone's trick-or-treating. So on the table itself with decorations, there's all sorts of different candy bars. And I'm not talking like fun size. I'm talking regular size candy bars. So there's candy oh, everywhere candy uh, bars, like... do, we have these cookies <laughs> at the academy that for each like big type of occasion they decorate these cookies from a vendor and so they have like these halloween inspired cookies that are on the table everyone you know loads up on those while they're there it's a great fun meal that they throw together you know different tablecloth you know they might even have stuff hanging around all over king hall they really go all out for kind of the meal of just like making it as halloween theme as they they can kind of do with it yeah, oh, absolutely. God. And that was yeah. one of my favorite nights also because it was like endless wing night. And so they were just bringing like tubs and tubs of chicken wings <laughs> to your table. So I'm, you know, I'm sitting there in my Buzz Lightyear costume, just like eating like 40 wings. It's like the greatest day. Cause, and then you're just staring at the table and you're oh, like eating wings. Like, should I eat five more? Right. Should I eat that caramel apple that's sitting in front of me? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. So many apps. There's, there are so many options right now, dude. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, that's what um, I really do like about but, uh, King Hall is that uh, yeah, what's up? For, for Halloween, like there, each of the the holidays, Halloween included, like there is, you will not go back up to your room hungry, and you will go back up to your room with stuff for later and the next morning. Like it is, you are set. <laughs> it is, there is plenty out there, and if you have a sweet tooth, like Halloween, that is it. That is the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so you mentioned a little bit before is that people will come down in costume to King Hall. And that's really the first opportunity that we have. One, my first question to you is, is generally how many people dress up like for Halloween, like if a a rough percentage of the brigade that dresses up. And then a question for you is, did you dress up for Halloween? And what were some of your costumes? (laughs) So I would say if I had to put a number on it, I would say at least like 75% of the brigade dresses up, maybe more like it's yeah, that that is a time when everyone kind of goes all out. Like it's your one time that you can really do something that's not, you know, military like is that we all can kind of get in a costume and kind of be kind of like a regular person in terms of like we get to dress up, we don't have to wear a uniform. So people will take that liberty to, you know, not wear their uniform for that one, that one night and, you know, put on a costume. So for myself, plebe year, I completely forgot that Halloween was coming up just because we were so busy doing plebe things. And so I really didn't have a costume. So me and uh, JP Dougal, he was uh, in Grant Nice Company. He also didn't have a costume. So what we end up doing is I myself, I'm a short person. So I, uh, I jumped on his <laughs> shoulders and I threw one of our overcoats over the top of both of us. So we were just walking around with this long trench coat on and it just looked like, you know, like two little kids trying to get into an R-rated movie. Like that's, uh, that's what we went with. So that was, <laughs> that was the costume plead year. And youngster year and second class year, I honestly can't remember if, if I actually did anything. I, I guess if I did a costume, it wasn't that memorable. But senior year, that's when uh, I decided to kind of go go for it for a costume. And uh, for anyone that's watched Mad TV in the past, I decided to be Coach Hines from uh, Mad TV. 
So I got uh, really short shorts, a nice flamboyantly yellow polo with a really weird tie, put on a mustache, mm. had the whistle, long white socks and everything. I, I really went for it that year. Uh, that was definitely the most fun one that I can remember. So yeah, definitely that being Coach Hines senior year for Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Hines. When we referenced Coach Hines, that was like a Michael Keegan or whatever from Key and Peel, correct? Uh, like that's the the yes, guy who plays yes. Coach Hines. Keegan Michael Key, yeah. Or Keegan, Keegan Michael Key. Well, <laughs> all right, I don't even remember the name now. Shoot. Yeah. So uh, he did a, a sketch uh, multiple times on Mad TV where he impersonated Coach Hines, this gym coach at this uh, private like middle school, high school academy and mm-hmm. uh hilarious if you ever if you ever have the opportunity i would say just watch a couple of those old videos they're pretty good yeah absolutely and i can confirm that in addition to the costume being top notch and <laughs> just flaw, flawlessly executed by my boy jebediah over there he also accompanied it with uh lines from some of the skits and so if you <laughs> wanted if you wanted some straight comedy from any point of the night go up to Jeremiah and get get a couple of Coach Hines lines in. Because uh, I remember, again, me and Jeremiah, like, we're best friends. And so we would just sit, like, at night. We'd sit in each other's room and just watch YouTube videos all day and joke around and, and do stuff like that. The amount of Coach Hines videos we watched was actually insane. It was one of our, one of our favorite things to do, and it made Halloween night all for the better. All right. So those are some pretty great costumes. I think we're going to somehow find photo evidence of that senior year <laughs> costume that you had and be able to share it with the audience because it needs to be seen. But for everyone else that is dressing up, so we're still in King Hall now. While dinner is going on, there is also something else going on. Do you mind talking a little bit about that <laughs> aspect in King Hall? Yeah, so uh, in King Hall in the center at the anchor. So that's the center of King Hall where they can do announcements. They have the microphone they set up a costume contest. And so this is brigade-wide. Each company is supposed to send whoever they think is their best costume. So in all, there will be 30 people that go up there. And they put a kind of like red carpet out there. And uh, they have two MCs that are up there usually, and they'll be announcing who company it is and and who they are for their costume. And so they play some music, and you have your moment to shine as you get to strut your stuff on a little red carpet down and back on the catwalk showing off your costume so if you have like a pretty cool costume it's one thing if you can make it a routine somehow i think one year we had uh vanilla ice actually went up there and did a a dance routine so that was that was pretty good really adds (laughs) to the theatrics of it but uh so while you're eating a meal you get entertained you can look up at the tv screens or if you're close enough just look at the uh, red carpet and see all these people coming down with their costumes yeah Absolutely. And, and is there ever, is there a costume that to this day you can still remember because it made you laugh or it was just like something just so obscure or ridiculous that you just can't forget it? There was definitely some obscure ones. The one that actually made me laugh the most though was actually the one I just mentioned, uh, Vanilla Ice. So it was, a, it was another person yeah. in our company that came in as Vanilla Ice and uh, he went all out for it. We're talking <laughs> the baggy parachute pants, everything looked the part. We expected him to just walk down, and he actually had a boombox with him, which was working, and uh, turned it on and just started in a whole routine for Vanilla Ice. And just I think it was just the theatrics of it mixed with the fact that we knew who this guy was that just made it hilarious for yeah. us all. So. 
Absolutely. And we'll save his name for the sake of anonymity. But <laughs> if you are listening to it, my man, I miss you a lot. And that costume absolutely cracked me up. And I love all your posts on Facebook, especially the ones about cats and weird stuff <laughs> that you always do. But we love you. Dude. So absolutely. All right. And did you personally ever participate in the costume contest? No, I did not. Yeah, like I said, plebe year wasn't exactly like the the most innovative costume. <laughs> Just literally took a uniform item we had and threw it over two of us. Senior year would have been the time, but I was more interested in just sitting at the table talking and having a good time yeah. and going up there. So, Absolutely. And then there is one story I specifically want to bring up. I forget what year it was. I think it probably was our junior year, maybe our senior year. For everyone who goes to Navy football games, they know about the crab race. All right. <laughs> like at every, at, at, one of, at one of these TV timeouts, Basically, three crabs, a red crab, a blue crab, and a green crab. They all show up like the big screen, the monitor. And then there's like an animated race. For whatever reason, the brigade loves it. <laughs> like the brigade will cheer louder for that darn stupid crab race than it will for the football game. And like literally, it's just three crabs like just moving back and forth, like down the screen. Eventually, one, and you just like people are screaming, like red crab, like red crab. <laughs> and people are losing their minds. Well, one year, three funny guys decided to dress up as the crabs, but they didn't even enter the costume contest. They literally <laughs> just hijacked the aux cord that takes over the speaker system in King Hall and played the song that goes with the crab race like during uh, the games at the Navy Marine Corps Stadium. And then they, they started just running through Bancroft Hall, just like sprinting up and down the aisles and like doing a crab walk. And they were all dressed up and like, the brigade lost their mind in King Hall that day. It still to this day like makes me crack up because like three guys just come up with the creativity of dressing up like crabs and recreating the crab race. And that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Sweet. All right. So now King Hall's done. And so the costume contest is legitimately a contest with prizes. Mm-hmm. So I do want to mention that like for people with good costumes, you can win like money for your yard card, which is like gives you the ability to purchase food or other items on the yard or like money for steerage or sometimes just straight gift cards. So all of that is an option and highly encourage people if they have good costumes to participate, because why would you miss on an opportunity to win free money and show off a dope costume? Absolutely. Um, so that all happens. All right. So now King Hall is over. We're done. Dinner is over, and we're now moving back into Bancroft Hall, and it's time to trick-or-treat. Can you tell the audience (laughs) a little bit about trick-or-treating in Bancroft Hall? So trick-or-treating, just like anywhere else, it's a time for everyone to just go around, and you go door-to-door. So uh, how it works is that the uh, the plebes in each company is kind of in charge of the handing out the candy. So you go by plebe stores. And uh, you trick or treat just like um, <laughs> just like anywhere else. And so you get to see, <laughs> see the plebes in their costumes, and you get to walk around to you know your friends' company areas, and you know talk, hang out with them, get some candy from some of their plebes, and just you know everyone gets to show off their costume going around town. And of course, just like you know any other time, you go back to your room at the end of trick or treating, and you and your roommates are all comparing your candy hauls and everything. Like it's a, it's a good time. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And do you have a favorite memory from your plebe year when you were actually handing out candy in your double decker costume, uh, <laughs> sitting on some shoulders? Do you have a favorite memory? Was there anything that like an upperclassman did that you're like, this is absolutely ridiculous? But oh. here's some candy. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't know. 
oh, there's so many different costumes that people try to do from obscure things that like you really have to ask them. Like, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what you are. <laughs> oh, um, you, what are you in? <laughs> to just like people that really don't try very hard at all. They're like, sometimes yeah. they just wear civilian clothing and just be like, I'm a regular <laughs> college student. <laughs> it's like oh nice dude nice yeah good one um i think <laughs> said yeah sorry dude i literally just want candy i'm sorry but trick-or-treat you're like oh, this yeah. is not fair i would say my favorite though was watching the reactions of people so our plea deer down at the very end of the p-way for us at the very end so like everyone in the plebe shaft can see it uh at the big room we had a group of plebes outside and they're all musically talented and so a bunch of plebes got together and they said they were old crow medicine show and they were just playing wagon wheel nonstop on instruments. <laughs> as people came by, they were trick-or-treating from them. So they're handing out candy as they're singing wagon wheel on repeat. So that was pretty good seeing the, the upperclassmen's reactions that, you know, they're actually out there playing. We're, we're talking like someone's got a violin and then multiple guitars, some lead vocals. It was pretty good. It was twangy. Yeah, Absolutely does always make for a good time. And, and one of the special things too is a lot of the times the company officers, the senior enlisted leaders, the battalion officers will bring their families and their kids in to trick or treat too. So some of the most fun things are like seeing some of the, the young little kiddos running around and trick or treating in Bancroft Hall because it does always make for a fun time. And it's like even way better if they have dogs and they bring dogs oh, in yeah. because you're like, what better than some candy? <laughs> and now there's a dog that I can pet too. <laughs> so that's always great. A couple other fun things. So the Navy basketball team were not very fun. <laughs> I don't know what other be- better way to put that, but we never did anything as a team for like Halloween or anything. But there are teams and clubs on the yard that do kind of coordinate for Halloween. And I'm going to pass this one over to Jeremiah to explain a little bit of some of the teams that are notorious for coming up with stuff during Halloween. So sometimes the water polo team will. Two most notorious ones, I think, team-wise, that they coordinate costumes together, probably men's and women's swim team individually. So they don't all do one costume. So I know uh, one year one of our classmates who was on the swim team, for uh, the women's swim team, they all, um, they all dressed up uh, as they were wearing basketball jerseys and basketball shorts, and then they had an inflatable, like, donut around them, and they were Dunkin' Donuts. So, like. From something like that. And then real, the real notorious ones are the men's swim team. So they usually coordinate some type of some costume together as a whole. And then that's what makes them notorious is that uh, they bring their shenanigans through the whole brigade. They just go running up and down all the wings through every deck of Bancroft Hall. Just running, not like doing anything, just running through the deck together. <laughs> running and screaming. <laughs> and the best part about it is they're swimmers. So their costumes usually involved a lot of body paint and minimal clothing. <laughs> usually it ends up with them in their Speedos and then body paint. I'm pretty sure our plebeer, I think they may have went as Smurfs, right? And I think their whole bodies were blue and then they like were wearing white beards and like some Smurf hats and stuff. Smurf. And then a Speedo. I remember Smurfs. I know one year they did Minions. That was another one. Ooh, the Minions was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But in notorious fashion, when you do stuff to bring attention to yourself, you come and get some positive attention, but you also get <laughs> a little bit of, uh, I don't know if negative attention is the right word, but sometimes stuff happens and we may <laughs> or may not have a story, which I'm totally going to push off to Jeremiah to tell because oh, uh, it's important. 
So yeah, like every year you can expect that the men's swim team is going to run through the the whole brigade uh, in Bancroft Hall from deck to deck. And so like we're talking, they do this at the most random time, like while everyone's trick-or-treating and stuff. So it kind of doesn't put a damper on it, but like puts a pause in the uh, what's going on. And of course, if you do something like that to the whole brigade, like there are going to be responses. And so we, as they were running (laughs) through our P-way, we may or may not have had oranges from Bancroft Hall that were supposed to be eaten later that were not eaten later, but instead thrown into the crowd of the swim team (laughs) as they ran through. Again, may or may not have happened. I don't recall. I can can neither confirm nor deny that any events like that took place. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, that's the main thing, right? We just wanted to take this time on this episode to share a couple funny stories uh, and just give give an insight into what Halloween at the Naval Academy is like because it is a little bit different, right? Like during the academic day, it is no different. You still have to go to class. You have to wear your uniform. You don't get away with any fun shenanigans or wearing costumes to class or anything like that. But we do. Like once the school day ends and you head down to dinner, King Hall and the King Hall staff does a phenomenal job of putting on a super fun evening, hosting the costume contest, providing a super fun dinner, having a bunch of candy laid out all over the table and and like caramel apples and a bunch of different stuff and all the different cookies. And it's a super fun night. And then they allow you to trick or treat within the hall and do all these different things. And it does just in the midst of an extremely stressful and demanding academic life and schedule at the academy it does provide a nice much needed break because i think all four years when we were midshipmen halloween fell on a weekday so. which makes it different because honestly if it happens during a weekend then you can best believe the large majority of the upper class midshipmen are just going to be out in town <laughs> anyway but it definitely for all the times especially on weekdays halloween does provide some fun aspects to the Naval Academy life and the midshipman experience. You got any, you got any other comments, stories, anything you want to bring up in relation to Halloween there, Jebediah? Uh, just have fun with it. I know as a plebe, like I completely forgot just cause stuff was going on, but like, it's just a fun time to hang out with friends and like everyone goes kind of all out for the costume. So I'd say like, you don't have to go and buy some super expensive costume. Some of the best ones are just people taking it, a bunch of cardboard and, and paint and just slapping something together. And it, it makes for a pretty, really fun night. So just have fun out there. It's Halloween. Load up on the candy, on the caramel corns, cookies. Like, you know, that's your time where you can cheat a little bit <laughs> while you're at the academy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just have fun with it. It's, it's your yeah. one opportunity where you really can kind of, like, let loose a little bit and not be, you know, in that military mindset for the, the entire day. So just have fun yeah. with it. Get in yeah. a costume. Get in character. Yeah, just do a couple pull-ups on the shower bar after, <laughs> burn off those calories. You'll be all right. Sweet. Yeah, well, uh, Jeremiah, thanks so much for all of that. Uh, but before I let you go, I do ask all former midshipmen uh, that come on the podcast a lightning round of questions. So I still do want to incorporate this into our episode. Right. So are you ready? I am ready. All right. The first question is, what's your favorite spot on the yard? Uh, so I actually have multiple, but uh, some of my favorite are just being out on Hospital Point. It's nice. It's tranquil mm-hmm. out there. You can go out there and just throw a Frisbee around or play spike ball, whatever. So uh, there, as well as on the other side of the yard, the rocks around Fairfield, just sitting mm-hmm. on the rocks, just staring at all the boats go by and stuff. It's a nice time. You can wave to everyone go by. And uh, even as it gets late, 
it's a really nice just area to go and kind of relax a little. Yeah, absolutely. And then a large majority of our talk today was about time in King Hall. <laughs> so fitting question here, which is what was your favorite meal in King Hall? Oh, man. So I hope they still have it, but the Crispitos... I remember they took Ooh, them away. The Crispitos are my favorite, They dude. took them away for a while, and then they brought them back. So I really hope they, everyone can still enjoy the Crispitos, and everyone, after meal's over, just going by, checking all the tables of people that left to see if there's any leftover left. Crispitos. If there are any extras <laughs> in the bins on the empty tables. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could eat a lot of those Crispitos, dude. <laughs> just straight calories. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. All right, now now transitioning to a little bit more serious of a topic here, which is who or what kind of had the biggest influence on your current leadership style that you can trace back to your time at the Naval Academy? I would say probably our company officer, our, our kind of senior year and junior year, we had Captain mm. Baldwin. And for as much as I got to see a lot of behind the scenes being that I was in a platoon commander at the time and so got to see a lot of mm-hmm. behind the scenes but she really really pushed for us to be kind of treated as she would treat her lieutenants and how we're you know mm-hmm. we are supposed to be with our, our leadership stuff she really just wanted us to kind of be ourselves with leadership so i think that really ha- had kind of a, a big impact for me because if you, if you compare me to a lot of the other fellow officers i'm i'm around i'm i'm definitely me i'd say mm-hmm. uh, when i'm around my other officers so yeah, definitely. Uh, she she played a big part in kind of just putting out there that you just got to be you and then you just take care of your Marines or your sailors. Absolutely. And I I want to reiterate that. I loved Captain Baldwin. She was amazing. She really came in and, and set the scene uh, <laughs> tough from the start. I don't yeah. know if, if you remember that because we went, we kind of, tra- we made a, a slight transition of our company officers. Mm-hmm. So our previous company officer before her was a little bit more on the lenient mm-hmm. side. And so it was her first day as company officer and we showed back up after summer break and we had a whites inspection <laughs> and uh, some of the people were not up to standards. And uh, that I think, how long did that whites inspection last? For? I don't know. Cause we ended up doing <laughs> oh. three or four actual whites inspections where we would break uh, for like 30 minutes for people to fix their uniforms <laughs> and we'd come back and inspect again. Come back. Uh, we did that multiple yeah. times. She really set the bar high of like what, like there is a standard that has to be kept and uh, us, yep. as, especially as future officers, like we are expected to set that standard for our, our juniors, you know, putting mm-hmm. enlisted that will be under us when we graduate. Absolutely. And she was just fantastic the entire time and, and a big fan. And since we're on the topic of Halloween, <laughs> special shout out, ma'am, if you do hear this to you and your husband, because you were one of the few people to recognize my costume my senior year. <laughs> when I dressed up as Nathan Scott from One Tree Hill. And uh, you guys were like, holy snap, I actually know what that is. I totally get your costume, dude. And I was like, thank you. I was like, uh, because I was one of the weird people that dressed up in a costume that not everyone knew. And they're like, oh, what are you, like a basketball player? And I was like, uh, I mean, like, kind (laughs) of. But but like a basketball player from a TV show. You know what I mean? So it's like totally fine. It's totally normal. So... Thank you for your watching of One Tree Hill, but more importantly, thank you for just being a awesome human and awesome teacher, coach, and mentor to all of us in the 26 company. We definitely did appreciate you a ton. <laughs> Absolutely. And then my final, uh, not final yet, sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry to, to tease you there. I got two more for you. What's your 
best memory or your greatest memory from your time at the Naval Academy? Oh, I don't know. I think I'd say it's between three separate things of uh, one cumulative, just the Friday nights as a plebe at the Academy, mm-hmm. just getting all of us plebes just being together. There's nothing for us to do. So all of us plebes just sitting down together and either it's playing cards against humanity or we're just sitting in each other's room, <laughs> like literally standing on windowsills, having someone throw like cereal or like pretzels or something from the other side of the room into someone's mouth who's standing on the window. <laughs> we're bored and there's nothing to do. Like it's really those times where you can really like bond with people. So I, I absolutely mm. enjoyed that. And then uh, the, uh, the next one, like single moment was probably uh, the moment when all the non-believers were shown wrong when Navy beat Houston. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone walking over to the game was super out of the game didn't want to go to it because it was it was terrible weather everyone thought we were going to lose and me just as we're walking you know marching over to the field for march i'm just thinking like this is it we're going to do it i got faith and uh, we ended up doing it we beat houston i actually got to storm the field which was awesome you know it's like something that everyone wants to do at a college is storm the field so uh, that was pretty cool and then lastly also kind of cumulative is just senior years when you begin to especially second semester you begin to realize like this is your last imparting times with all your classmates. And mm-hmm. you really start to kind of cherish those moments you guys have together, those last couple weekends or hanging out or the times when you guys aren't studying, you're either pushing that off or everyone's finished for the night and you're just hanging out together. You know, some of the last times you really get to, to see each other and hang out as a group. We've been very fortunate, Grant and I, that we've been able to attend a couple of weddings of our classmates so each time it's like another reunion yeah a great time so fun but uh yeah senior year you really start to cherish those moments and it really makes all those memories you have from senior year that much sweeter absolutely those are great answers jerry (laughs) thank you (laughs) and then the final question for real this time is what advice would you give someone who's either a candidate or just interested in the Naval Academy about what they should consider when trying to decide whether or not the Naval Academy is right for them. So I I think the Naval Academy gets a bad rep in that a lot of grads from the past that I've heard have said like the Naval Academy is a terrible place to be, but a great place to be from. And uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's right at all. I absolutely love and enjoyed my time there. You're stressed a lot. And, you know, you definitely aren't living that college life. So if you just want to have like the typical college lifestyle, the Academy is definitely not the place for you. But uh, if you're looking for a place where you can, like to this day, you know, I have 39 other very close friends that I could call on at any moment. We went Mm -hmm. thick and thin together. You know, you were challenged academically. You got a very, very, um, you know, you're not going to get that type of experience elsewhere in the world. Like you come home from, Mm -hmm. from your you know, on, on leave from, you know, during Christmas or whatever. And, you know, you try and talk to your other friends that are going to regular colleges and stuff, and they have just no clue the type of stuff you're going through or like they can't relate. And so you get a very, very specific type of experience that you share with very few other people. So it's not that it's exclusive as much as like, you know, you share this experience with only a few other people and it makes it that much better for like when you recount those memories very much so to how the Marine Corps is a very, very small group. So the Esprit de Corps here is, is crazy in the Marine Corps. And so just like at the Academy, like the, the experience you have there is just very, like you're only going to get that type of experience at the Academy itself. So 
it makes everything you do like that much better and like reminiscing about it. Like I, I can tell you, most people want to like go back to Annapolis to either tour it, go back there as a B-billet, just, you know, mm-hmm. their way back to the Academy to kind of relive some of that energy and those experiences that they had. Absolutely, man. Well, Jeremiah, thank you so much for taking the time today to come to us because you're joining us from Japan, <laughs> from Okinawa, currently serving as an infantry officer in the Marine Corps. So thank you for one, doing what you're doing, but two, taking the time to join us on Academy Insider, share some of these stories and just give give a little bit of insight into, again, one of the unique aspects uh, about the midshipman experience of the Naval Academy. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Anytime. Cool. Well, for all the listeners out there, thank you so much. I hope you were able to learn a little bit and enjoy this episode. And if you ever have any questions, you can always reach out to me on my Facebook page or on the website, www.academyinsider.com. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you all have a good day. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. And I hope you learned a little bit about the intricacies of Halloween at the Naval Academy. Please leave me a review on iTunes and be sure to subscribe to the Academy Insider podcast. If you want to learn more about the United States Naval Academy and the Midshipman Experience, make sure to go check out all the articles, content, videos that I have on my webpage, www.academyinsider.com, or my Facebook page, Academy Insider. All links discussed in the show are listed in the show notes. And again, I'm Grant Vermeer, the Academy Insider, and thank you so much for letting me be your guide to the United States Naval Academy.